At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't even have to see your face. I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, dog? Hey, what's, what's up, man? Up? Oh, man. I'm good now. I'm not as good as you, though, know, as the old folks I, say. I, I haven't seen you in a while, man. We're we going to have to chop it up. I'm telling you, speaking of old folks, bro, you on age, dog. I'm sitting up here getting older, fatter. You look the same. <laughs> Golly. I'm running around. You probably still kids. shredded. No, I don't know about the shredded part, but I know feeling young, chasing my little 20 month old and 15 year old daughter and 12 year old son. You know, when Wait, you, first you have came a third home. now? Wait, so, so yeah. Marley's 15, which is crazy. Mason's 15. Yep. DeMarcus Jr.'s is 12, and you have a 20 month old now? A 20 month old driving me. Congratulations. Hey, thanks, oh, Thank my you. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Bro, this is so special. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's big. Yo, this is a special, special guest on my main man, Michael Smith. My main man, as of this weekend, 2023 Pro Football Hall of Fame class member, DeMarcus Ware, formerly of the Dallas Cowboys and Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos. Bro, we go way back. It is so good to see you. So good to see you with that hat uh, as a Hall of Famer, so deserving. I mean, you've all, you smile about everything, so that smile is always on your face, but I'm sure it's bigger than ever now. I was going to say, you are joining me on behalf of Sleep Number, uh, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. And along those lines, I'll ask you this, because I know your story, all right? Um, at one point in high school, you quit football to play basketball. You sold yeah. soda at the Auburn games. You grew up in Auburn, Alabama, but Auburn nor Alabama recruited you. You ended up at Troy. Okay, you ought to be a first round pick of the Dallas Cowboys at Jerry Jones behest. Um, And the rest is literally history, NFL history. How has this Hall of Fame honor like how have you reflected on your remarkable journey now that you're about to culminate it in the Hall of Fame? I go back and I just think about just where I started. Uh, I mean, picking 25 cents an egg in a chicken coop, cutting, you know, 10 acres of grass. I mean, driving to an Auburn University game um, to um, to sell Cokes, right? Just to make money for the family. And coming from, you know, Troy University where there were so many doubters and then going into a draft class that was amazing and being a first rounder, not only just a first rounder, but one of the best. And sometimes I, you know, pinch myself a little bit um, because 
I see all that hard work paying off. And every single time I, I just wake up now, I'm like, dude, do you know what you have done? Usually, I like, I've never went back to reflect anything. I have every single newspaper clipping that has been printed out, and I have it in a box. And I never went back and looked. I just put my head down to the plow, and I just worked, and I just played and just tried to be the best player that I could. But now I go back, and I'm like, wait a minute. You you was a baller. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you were. But you don't, you don't look at it that way because I don't, I don't see the arrogance. I'm not an arrogant person like that. No. But now I go back. You know what you did? You did a great job. Pat yourself on the back. But there's more to come. There's more people to, um, to effect with the platform that the Hall of Fame has given you. The platform that Sleep Number has given me. Like, I mean, just being able to talk and have these interviews. I, I I'm blessed for that. Right. And yeah. to be able to just share each and every day i hear that man no i mean you will talk about a diamond in the rough you were slept on by the scouting community yeah. and look at you now uh again speaking of sleep how much sleep have you lost over your speech you know it was so crazy man i haven't really lost any sleep at all um because to be honest with you when you have a company like sleep number that um, goes over and beyond, right? I mean, I'm talking about a bed that has an app with the cell phone that you can, <laughs> you know, rate, lower, heat. I mean, you name it, all the technologies in there. But when you go to sleep at night and when you have a bed <laughs> holding you like this, I'm talking about when, some, when it's almost like somebody holding you and it's moving around and you feel good. This is, I don't lose, I don't lose sleep, okay? But DeMarcus, when I wake up- DeMarcus, lose, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That was smooth. You always been smooth, but that was smooth. I didn't know you was a pitch man like that. Like that was a swim the move, bed, dog. The bed was holding, like, the bed holding me every night. I'm so I'm so listen, listen, they have a scientist. They have a scientist coming to the Hall of Fame. They're a Hall of Fame company, but they have a scientist come to the Hall of Fame to talk 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 to the top to All get right. that information to put inside of the bed, put that technology in the bed, so you can purchase this bed and feel just like I love I it. Come I'm, I'm in it. Hook me up. Hook me up with that discount. But when you making that I speech, when you when you when, when you when you making that speech, you got on that gold jacket. Okay. Tell me this. Everybody gonna be on the edge of their seat. What's the part that's gonna make Demarcus Ware cry? Um. Actually, I think it'll be two. When I started talking about my mom, whoo, that's gonna be a, and my mom and granddad that are gonna be there. Um. But probably. When I remember when I went to Peyton Manning's speech and I was in front row and I was looking at him and I remember him going through his speech and he said, you're going to be up here. When I, mm -hmm. when I, when, when Peyton t told me that when I was just sitting there in those seats and I saw all of those gold jackets and the best guys that I looked up to. Yeah. Now, when I go and up on that podium and when I talk about them and when I turn around, I know that I am accepted into the best fraternity ever. And I will be putting on that gold jacket and saying that I am in the locker room with you guys now, not in the stands. I'm up here with you, giving my speech. And the coolest thing is those guys look forward to listening to your story because all of yeah. them have an amazing story. I, 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 I cannot wait. That might be That might be a moment that I get choked up on. I, I think a lot of people um, are going to get emotional listening to your story. It really is incredible. Do you ever think about, like, we talked about the, the path, the, 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 the incredible path to this point. 
Um, what would you be doing if you hadn't made it in football? <laughs> um, I probably would have joined the ROTC program at Troy. I actually already had it set up. I was going to join the ROTC program at Troy. I was going to give four years to the military. I was going to come out and be an officer. I was going to do something with computer science. I don't know exactly what it was in the military. And I was going to travel. I was going to travel and try to give them probably about 12 years. I was going to retire and just start my own company. So I, I, okay. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And if I, yeah. at the end of it, I knew my mom couldn't pay for it. So I would let the U.S., the United States of America, pay for my school. <laughs> and I was going yeah. to give something back to them and then build something of my own. So I thought she was going to say sing. So, t- again, oh, speaking, of, sp- speaking of sleep, I didn't know you could sing. You are singing yeah. the national anthem ahead of the Hall of Fame game. Okay? You want to talk about some pressure. Now, DeMarcus, I got to know. Can you sing or can you sing? Because I ain't know this about you. I thought I knew everything about you. Know you. What? you know what? I'm singing right now, but I'm going to sing the national anthem. I um, heard that. It's- Either where, you know, in, in junior high, high school, I was in a singing group. And, you know, it's so cool to see yourself transition, not only to being able to sing, but being able to sing, you know, something that <laughs> that um, that means so much, not just to the football community, but to the world, yeah. what the world yeah. stands for. And um, it's, um, it's, it's, to me, that is that moment, I think, I'm getting nervous right now, even just talking about it, because you, yeah. this is a solo act. I can get up there and talk about my life all day, but when you have to build something out, that's different. That's a whole totally wanna, different thing. Actually, coming you, from you can a, warm up right here with me if you want. No, we, we're not going right to. I, I warmed up and had my practice already this morning, <laughs> so we're going to talk some football. We're going to talk Hall of Fame. We're going to talk Sleep Number today. How we're you, not, not. But how, we're not saying. But but for real though, how how'd you land this gig? How'd this come about to, to um, sing a national anthem? I um at the um at the Super Bowl, we introduced ourselves to um the committee of uh the Hall of Fame committee. And you know, a couple of things you had to just talk about yourself, introduce yourself and, and name one thing that they don't know about you. And I said, Well, I sing. Okay. Just, and I So it wasn't just I, me. I, no, I sung something. They're like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, you want to sing the, the national anthem? I'm like, nah, whatever, man. <laughs> and then I, I, I went up there to my official visit with me and Joe Klecko and a couple of other guys. And I saw in the newspaper, like, DeMarcus is singing a national anthem. And I was like, you know what? This is a platform, again, that God put in your life for a reason. And I started thinking of why you wanted to do it. And, you know, no one knows this, but I remember me and Demarius Thomas, we used to sing all the time. We sing Bob Marley music. We're singing the national anthem on the sideline. We're doing all those things. But now I know he's going to be there in the stands with me. That means something to me. There's not a mistake that can be made. There's only a feeling that I want everybody to feel when I'm singing this song, knowing that it's a reason bigger than a criticism. That's a word right so, there. That's a word right there. You, you, you sing it for DT. Um, yeah. Mirage was the band back yeah. in the day. Just one last thing on the singing. Who do, okay, 
who do you sound like? I mean, we'll find out this weekend, but like if you had to compare yourself to like a sound or a voice, like is there somebody that you that I could imagine that you sound like? No, I sound don't, beware. I sound like beware. beware. <laughs> That's so, so, so D so D D where is a stage name. That's the stage it's name. The stage Mirage, name. Is it's the stage All right. name. Mirage, and you play the guitar too, right? And you play the guitar, right? Yep. yep. Dude, a, a man, a man of many talents, but obviously nothing. You you did nothing better than hunt and feast on quarterbacks to the tune of 138 and a half sacks. I know you got robbed out of a, out of two 20 sack seasons back in 2011. Okay, the rest of I gave you gave you a half a sack. I remember you remember uh, yep. gave you a half a sack. But man, I'm so proud of you. Uh, I wish we had more time. Uh, I'm really, and I mean that. I say, I say, I don't say that loosely. You and I go way back. I know your personal join, journey to parenthood. I can't wait to see those babies in the stand. Hey, text me, man. Let's catch up. Let's chop it up. But Hall of Famer Demarcus Ware, congratulations, brother. I appreciate your time, my hey. main man. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. You take care. All right. Talk to you later. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My friend, my brother, Jim Trotter of The Athletic, uh, en route, literally en route, on a layover at Detroit (laughs) Metro Airport, en route to Cleveland, to receive the Bill Nunn Award at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And the Nunn Award, of course, given to a reporter uh, who has made a long and distinguished contribution to pro football through coverage. It's named for Bill Nunn, who Jim and I have a ton of respect for. Um, He was a Hall of Fame scout. I mean, one of the greatest, if not the greatest scouts in NFL history for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But before that, he worked 22 years as a fearless reporter and columnist for the Pittsburgh Courier. So I say that to say, I don't know anybody who better exemplifies what Bill Nunn stood for than a man who literally stood up for what he believed in, stood up for what is right. <laughs> and my man, my main man, Jim Trotter. Jim, uh, appreciate you taking some time, skipping on the, the layover meal to talk to me. What are you going to say when you receive the Nunn Award? Because I know you're going to keep it real. Yeah, I think, Michael, what it is, is um, it's a lot of what you just said, you know, when we get into this business as journalists, we don't get in, get it, get in it for awards. And in fact, it makes me a little uncomfortable even receiving one because I was always taught in college that we're supposed to report the news, not be. But what makes it special are two things. Number one, it was voted on by our colleagues. So that makes it special um, that they would feel I was deserving of this. But then number two, it's because of the man whose name is on the award. And 
Bill Nunn fought and challenged authority figures to be better and do better, to level the playing field in the NFL. And really over the last seven years or so of my career, that's really what I've been about is trying to, to challenge authority to say, do better, be better as it relates to mm-hmm. diversity, equity, and inclusion, particularly when it relates to, to the hiring of head coaches. I love that. Uh, so it's not about you. So when you receive this basically career lifetime achievement award, it sounds like you're going to make it about Bill Nunn and what he stood for and the principles that all of us should be standing up for. Yeah, absolutely. No question, Michael. I mean, that's part of my speech. And then also to recognize the people who opened the door for me, guys like the late Ralph Wiley, the late Brian Burwell, guys like Bill Roden, Michael Wilbon, Jared Bell, you know, to recognize those guys who came before me and showed me that it was possible for a young black kid to actually grow up and be a sports writer to live his dream that way. So, so really this whole thing, um, honestly, is about these individuals and not about me. And then ultimately, part of, one, part of what I want to address as well is just this whole thing about as you get older, what your purpose is and particularly what your purpose is in, in this business, because I'm going to be in a room full of men whose legacies are as the greatest of the game. And I may not have a legacy, but I do feel I have a purpose. And that purpose is to try and use my voice and to use my platforms to be a voice for those whose voices aren't being heard. And as long as I have left in this business, that's where I'm going to be focused. Hey man, those guys opened the door for you. Uh, same way you held it open for me. Uh, I go back with you when I was a young pup and you were at the San Diego Union Tribune holding it down, of course, before you went on uh, to Sports Illustrated, NFL media. I still, yeah. I still remember the first time I ever saw you. Really, it's the first time I ever heard you. We were in the, we were in the okay. Raiders press room up in Alameda. And all of a sudden, yeah. I'm in the back of the room and I hear this booming voice, you know, in the middle of the, of the press room. Kind of rose up. I was like, man, who's that? Okay. And then I found out how young you were and whatnot. I'm like, damn, this brother's on the fast track, so he's doing it right. And sure enough, you were on the fast track, you were doing it right, and 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 we see why you are where you are today. I, I appreciate that, man. I I watched you. I kept good company, and I and I, uh, I kept wise counsel. <laughs> but the elephant in the room, though, Jim. I mean, is it at all going to be awkward for you? How's it going to feel, given how things just recently ended at NFL Media? Uh, you, you might even be in the presence of some of the people you just worked with and for at the league that you just challenged um, at the league before moving on to the athletic. Like any any awkwardness, any tension? Like how, if there is, how are you going to handle it? Yeah, no, there's none of that for me. That's why it's kind of funny. People keep bringing that up. And um, the, the questions that I was asking were not personal. They were mm-hmm. strictly professional. And all I was asking is that if you publicly state that this is what you are about and the data shows that that is not what you are about, how do we balance those two things? So I have no animus towards Roger Goodell or anyone else at the league office or NFL network. I was simply doing my job. And so yeah. it's not going to be it's not going to be awkward for me at all. I can't. Right. Speak for not him. for you. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? You're right. That's, that's the right. Of course, that's right. it might be weird for them because you were in the right. <laughs> you you were on the yeah. side of right. So it's nothing for you to be uncomfortable about. I love it. I love it. Um, but I'll ask you this because, and you've said this a, a bunch of times, that you were speaking out and you've spoken out behind closed doors and, of course, yeah. at the Super Bowl press conference 
about diversity in the newsroom at the management level, on the news desk, the decision-making level, not just on camera, but behind the scenes in a league where its players are majority black. Two-part question. I wonder, what have the players said to you behind closed doors about how they're covered without that diversity behind the scenes? And secondly, like, where do they come in when it comes to taking a stand for better diversity and representation when it comes to how the NFL stories are told? Because there is no NFL without black players. We, you and I both know that. And this league is built and continues oh. to thrive off of black players. So where are they in this fight that you took up? Yeah, not, look, Michael, they don't even stand up for themselves um, as it relates to a collective bargaining issue. So I, I was never expecting players to stand up and be a part of this. And um, and that's okay. You know, I, I understand that. The, the reality is a lot of them probably don't even know the demographics of the NFL newsroom. And that's not their fault. Here's the thing that struck me that I didn't even put together until after I was gone. If you exclude the reporters, mm-hmm. And look at the NFL uh, media group newsroom. There is only one full-time black employee in that entire newsroom if you exclude the reporters. I mean, that's not only a travesty. I mean, that's just shameful. And so, again, my point was, if if you're going to report on a player population of 60 to 70% black, they deserve to have some sort of representation you know, people who have shared similar cultural experiences or, you know, life experiences or whatnot at the table when these decisions are being made. And it's not there to say you have no black manager, no black copy editors, no full time black employees on the news desk. That's shameful, man. And and, yeah. and the NFL should feel ashamed about that. And then kind of like step back and say, hey, we've done all we can when it comes to the issue of diversity at the head coach or GM level, you want you blame owners for that when you need to sweep around your own front door. You know what I mean? Um, and that was my point. So, absolutely, yeah, no, all all facts as usual. Uh, again, you're going to be at the Hall of Fame. You're going to be around royalty and the men who helped build this game and make it great. A lot of whom you had a hand in putting in the Hall of Fame as a member of the Hall of Fame selection committee. I, I guess, what does, what does this honor mean to you in that context, having been in the room where that happens? Yeah, I, I haven't thought about it in that way. Because um, as a voter, honestly, I'm trying to do my job and I'm trying to, as best I can, um, you know, be, be righteous towards the Hall of Fame, you know, because I understand how much it means to these players I'll never forget after Chris Carter finally got in after having the wait, and we know that that was a tough wait for him. But that that following um, uh, summer, I had to go down to his house to do a piece um, for ESPN, and he took me into his office, and on the corner of his office desk was a photo album from the Hall of Fame a weekend where he was inducted, and all of a sudden, Chris is really getting emotional about it and whatnot. And I always knew it was important to these men but it was in that moment that I realized really how much it matters to them and why I have to take what I do so seriously when I step into that room to vote. So I haven't thought a lot about the players per se. What I have thought a lot about, to be frank with you, Michael, are my family and my professors. You know, when I think about my mom and my dad, my dad just passed away a few months ago. My mom's not in good health. 
Um, you know, and then I think about my professors who've had such an important part in this, and they're not here anymore. You know, Dr. Lee Thornton and Professor Samuel Yet, and how they gave me the foundation to go and do what I do. Um, yeah. Really, that those are the people I've thought about the most. Um, yeah. Because I think it, it, it almost means more to them than it does to me, because I still look at it as I'm just doing my job. Yeah. And again, going back to Bill Nunn, uh, you were at the forefront of the fight to get him posthumously inducted into the Hall of Fame. So again, it's just so such poetic justice and so full circle for you to be receiving oh, yeah. the Bill Nunn Award, given your role in getting him finally, giving him his, his family their flowers, getting him in the Hall of Fame a couple of years ago. But so so many people, and you mentioned everybody brings up, you know, the Super Bowl press conferences and how it ended the NFL media. So that's, you know, people are even more so aware of you than they were before. But I wonder, and you talked about your professors and, and, and the people who opened the door for you. What other defining moment or moments do you think back to that shaped who you are, uh, not just as a, as, a, as a journalist, but as, as, a, as a husband, as a father, just as a man, but that, that, that when you, now that you've reached this place in your life and your career and this honor, you think back to and like, that's, that's the defining moment for me. Not speaking facts, speaking truth to power at the Super Bowl, but that's who made me who I am. Yeah, Michael, that, that's a, a question that I could take up the entire show with. I, I think it really goes back to just being a child, growing up in difficult circumstances, not having a lot of times. You know, it's funny, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, you know, walking into a store as a kid and, and having to use food stamps and how embarrassed I felt, you know, and how mm. I, I told myself as a child, when I get older, I'm never going to be in a situation where I have to go out and get public assistance, that sort of thing. Mm. And it sounds so trite and whatnot, but it, it, I never forget those days. I really don't. And, you know, part of what I say in my speech is that, and I know people won't believe this, but there are a lot of days I wake up where I just say, you know, I, I just don't want to embarrass myself and I don't want to embarrass those who have helped me get to this point. And then that stays with mm. me and it stays with, you know, it stays with black folk period, you know, when yeah. always feeling like we have to be two times as good and not giving the right. same um, privileges to others and whatnot. So those experiences as a child growing up as a young black child, um, you know, in difficult circumstances, one that they never leave and they, they, they lay that foundation, or at least for me, they did in terms of how I was going to, how I wanted to conduct myself, and what kind of success I wanted to have as an adult. We never had that conversation, but it says a lot and it makes a lot of sense. Just knowing how you've done your job, every conversation we've ever had about the NFL, even uncomfortable conversations, like you've always brought hard news reporting facts. Like you've held yourself to that journalistic standard of, like you said, not embarrassing yourself. And for us, that's getting it wrong. You work so hard not to get it wrong. So you go from Stockton, California, to you representing the real HU, Howard University, to the San Diego Union Tribune, uh, uh, and Sports Illustrated, <laughs> uh, and ESPN, and NFL Media, and now to The Athletic. Um, much like these players talk about, what was your welcome to the NFL moment, Jim Trotter? Oh, man, it was the first day I went in the locker room in the offseason, and, and uh, there were only two players in there at the time, and it was Junior Seau and another player, and the other player had disappeared, and Junior was walking towards the training room, and he saw me, and he turned around and called me over. I had never met him before. 
Um, obviously, I knew who it was. He introduces himself to me as if I needed to be introduced to him. <laughs> like, I didn't know who he was. And and um, he's like, oh, you're the new guy. And I'm like, yeah. And he said who I was and whatnot. And anyway, we had a quick conversation. At the end of it, he said to me, you know, hey, take my number. If you ever need anything, call me. And, you know, I thought he was BSing me. And I thought, you know, I'm going to call him. It's going to be Domino's Pizza. And I called a few days later for something that had happened. And I got his voicemail and shortly after he hit me back. And, and I just realized what a real dude he was. And, you know, I realized where I was. And I knew that, that having someone like him um, take an interest in me, I was going to be okay. And the funny thing is, is people think that Junior fed me all kinds of stories. And he did. He was so protective of his locker room. But what he did for me, Michael, is that he helped me understand the culture of a, of a locker room, the culture of the NFL and the mindset of a professional athlete. And it's for those things I will forever be indebted to. I know what he meant to you, man, and I'm sure you'll say hello to his Hall of Fame bust, man, uh, when you see him in Canton. Listen, I love you, brother. I'm proud of you. Go catch this flight. I ain't trying to make you late. Uh, enjoy yourself. <laughs> Well-deserved. Um, I appreciate it. And, and, and receive your flowers, man, because you've done a lot for this game, a lot for this business, and a lot for people like me. Thank you, Jim Trotter. Appreciate you. means a lot coming from you, Michael. I appreciate you, brother. All right, brother. Safe travels. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, thanks to my main man, Jim Trotter, my main man, Demarcus Ware. Our Hall of Fame weekend, as always, promises to be special. Uh, listen, for all of you special people uh, who have listened to this podcast in its entirety and who have uh, subscribed to this podcast, supported this podcast, rated this podcast, given it five stars, uh, and told your friends about my main man, Michael Smith, just want to give you a heads up. Uh, a, thank you. B, heads up. Uh, I'm going to be on the road next week, so no show next Tuesday, and most likely no show the following Tuesday as well, August 15th. I plan to be um, doing my training camp tour as well as I prepare for uh, uh, my other gig with Amazon for Thursday Night Football on Prime Video. So it's going to be a couple of weeks uh, that you're not going uh, to be able to kick it with your main man, Michael Smith, but you can always go and uh, listen to some past episodes, re-listen to some past episodes. Uh, and of course, uh, check out my, my family over at Brother From Another, my man, Michael Holly. Uh, I also won't be on uh, BFA in the next couple of weeks, but uh, regardless, man, just appreciate y'all's support, and I'll see y'all in a couple of weeks. Peace.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.